Howdy, humans. Howdy, humans. I hope it's been a good week for you. I was beginning to wonder if I was going to be able to actually record this week for uh, our very first sandwich monologue. Uh, sandwich is not because I'm eating a sandwich, although that might be a fun theme to go into, but sandwich because it's in between the major interview episodes of your favorite podcast and mine, Taking Creative License. So this week, I figured I would talk a little bit about one of my very favorite uh, speeches that my own band director made to us one day. This was probably my junior or senior year. It was pretty late on. Uh, He was a fairly uh, religious guy and had been discussing joy in church, I believe. And he came to us and talked to us about the difference between fun and joy. This would have been 1994 uh, 95, somewhere around in that range. And uh, so you can imagine the choices that we had available to us in terms of personal entertainment were fairly slim. The computer was just starting to take off. Um, there were no cell phones unless you had uh, a car phone or something to that effect. Uh, all the rage had been in recent years, the see-through uh, a personal telephone that you could have in your room and you could see all the parts. You know, this is, we led a simple life. We had Nintendo, or as Weird Al Yankovic sang, we didn't have Nintendo, we just poured salt on snails. Eh, you know, we, we did have Nintendo, we had Sega, we had TurboGrafx, we did have simple computers. Uh, not terribly simple, but they were a lot more simple than what we have now. Uh, We had AOL Instant Messenger, but we didn't have Facebook. We didn't have all these things. We had very few things immediately in front of us that granted us that kind of uh, instant gratification that we get out of all the various things that we have now, particularly our phones or our iPads and that sort of thing. But what we did have was the ability to sit down and have fun. Man, I'm telling you that that going skating, not for me, but for a lot of people, was very fun. For me, it was traumatic, uh, but a lot of people enjoyed that. Um, or going uh, over to a buddy's house and, and cracking open Super Mario Brothers 3, because that right there was, was the pinnacle of entertainment uh, in, the, in the mid-90s, which is good stuff. Still a great game. But all of those things were fun. We use the term fun so loosely. uh, And because it is kind of a loose thing, we should enjoy, in a sense of having fun, things that we do in our life, uh, be it to perform on a musical instrument or to play video games or to cook or to run down the street. That's not something I particularly have fun doing. Uh, but some people do, uh, to play football, to play soccer, uh, just to spend time swinging on a swing set. Those are all fun things. They're all things that we enjoy, but to enjoy something and to get joy from something is a somewhat different thing. To have fun is a short and fleeting thing. There were things that I had fun doing that I remember the general feeling of excitement around them. 
around getting Super Mario Brothers 3 from the local video store and taking it home and playing it for the first time on my little 13-inch black and white television, that was fun. But I didn't get joy specifically from that. I got joy from the overall experience of waiting for it and and sitting down and, and feeling that new thing. And I didn't have a ton of money. Uh, so having new things like that available to me was a a uh, fairly rare thing. So I did have fun with it, but the experience was a joyful one. The overall experience. I couldn't tell you what that first time playing it was like because it really doesn't matter almost. It's just that it was something new to me, something exciting. To develop joy in something takes work or takes a bigger picture to me than to have fun doing something. To have joy means to, in some way, be creative in your life, whether it be to consistently work on a relationship and coming up with different ways to make that relationship exciting and new when it might be decades old. To find ways to make yourself better on an instrument or better at a sport. Things that will stick with you. The experiences that we have in life and the work that we have to develop those experiences, that's where joy comes from. And though we use the two terms interchangeably, they are not the same thing. Joy is a deep, long, heartfelt emotion, whereas fun is a fleeting, flighty thing. Joy doesn't always mean that whatever it's going to be is going to be fun. I oftentimes say when I marched drum corps, it was uh, the best, worst summer of my entire life because it was. I had the joy of playing in front of thousands of people at some shows to get that applause because though we weren't the best core by any stretch of the imagination, we were entertaining and people could tell that we were playing and marching our butts off. That work was evident and the show was entertaining for the people sitting in the stands and to get that feedback from them, to interact with them in that way, absolutely was joyful. But that summer was not fun. Uh, sleeping on gym floors, if we ever made it to a gym, mostly sleeping on the bus if we got to sleep eating what I lovingly call noodles and grease because it was nothing but egg noodles and Italian dressing, uh, which, by the way, I only did once or twice before I realized that that was an incredibly bad idea in the summer heat. Uh, I ate a lot of peanut butter and jelly, which, to be fair, is a little bit fun. I kind of enjoy peanut butter and jelly, but it's not exactly a subsistence diet. It was not a fun summer. There were fun things, absolutely. But it was not a fun summer. It was a joyful summer. I carry so many wonderful memories. Even the bad ones uh, are now something I can look back on fondly. And that's, that's part of joy, I think. The same thing is true anytime you learn something new, or at least for me it is. I, I wouldn't say that sitting and practicing scales for a musician would be fun. Some people probably do enjoy it because some people are masochistic, but I'm not one of them. 
But it is a joyful experience to get better on that instrument and to find out what comes out of the other end of that those long hours of practice uh, to develop those skills and those techniques and the ability to move around on the instrument with uh, with great facility is is that's when you can take those things and create and to make something out of what you've done. Learning to compose in a different manner than I ever have before. That's not always fun. It is frustrating, and I beat my head, not literally, but figuratively, against a wall constantly. It's not fun at times. It's the opposite of fun at times, but the overall experience is joyful. So I think one of the things that we need to do in modern society to me anyway, is to sit back and look at the things in our life that are immediate gratification, that are fun, and see if we can put those down for a second and find something that's going to be more long-term, something that's going to develop a sense of joy in our lives that can carry on for the rest of our lives. Um, I used to say to uh, incoming band students or kids who were wanting to quit band. You know, I never heard anybody say, oh man, I, I spent all that time in band and I really wish I'd quit. No, but you do hear lots and lots of people say, I wish I hadn't quit or I wish I had started. For me personally, that's piano lessons. I wish I had found a good teacher and run with it. I had a teacher who... um we probably didn't know how to communicate with me the best way, and I gave up. She didn't do anything wrong, per se. We just didn't match up, and I gave up and thought that I just didn't want to do it. Well, now, here I am at 44 years old, and I wish I had. That's a joy that I'll never have, or at least I won't have yet for a long time, because I was looking for fun. And sometimes it's just not there. Sometimes you have to work through things to get to the joy. So rather than meandering and wandering around and rambling through all this forever, I'm going to let you go for this week. Next week is our very first actual interview that isn't uh, one host interviewing another on taking creative license and will be joined by Shelby Logan Warren, who is the general manager at Old Street Studios in London and is a mixing engineer and guru, is a visual effects guru, and just in her spare time is also a crazy, amazing keyboardist and vocalist and now bassist and drummer. It's insane, uh, and is the lead singer uh, and one of the primary songwriters for the band Kairos, which is a fave of mine. It's a fantastic interview. We get really deep into some pretty important subjects. Uh, so I hope you'll join us and enjoy that interview in one calendar week. As always, if you have any questions, thoughts, ideas, concerns, issues, or confessions, you can hit me up at MikeCaseyComposer at iCloud.com or on the socials. On Instagram and Facebook, I am at MikeCaseyComposer. And you can go to my website at www.MikeCaseyComposer.com. You guys are awesome for tuning in, and we'll see you soon. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.